all the kids look really bored about God genocide. Brent, you have no idea what you're in store for. Welcome to Your Way, a podcast where two nerds force each other to watch a beloved show the other has never seen before. This season, Mallory is forcing me to watch the seminal 90s anime Neon Genesis Evangelion from the incomparable mind of Hideaki Anno. On today's episode, we consider the logistics of a geofront, very phallic angels, and overly long peas. Gross. Okay, so we are talking about episode three of Neon Genesis Evangelion, the silent phone, also known as a transfer. So do you want to talk about the issue that we had with episode three and four? Okay, so just just kind of for (laughs) shits and giggles, we originally thought it'd be fun to try to watch this high and then record. Because it's legal in Canada. Because it's legal in Canada. (laughs) We are Canadian. Yep. This is legal. We followed all the laws. Um, however, it was harder than we expected, and we couldn't remember things well enough. <laughs> Therefore, we watched it again just now sober. Interestingly enough, though, a lot of our notes matched what we took when high, so I guess it wasn't that bad. Maybe we'll try that again sometime. Why does your first one say Brent? Brent thought there was only one Eva. I did! Oh, I remember that, because in the intro it shows Eva 3 and 4, and I'm like, oh, who pilots those? Yeah. Because the girl with the broken arm. Yeah. And the one eye. Ray. Pilots a weird Eva that we she haven't seen pilots, yet. No, we have seen it, I believe, but we saw it like broken down, frozen. Oh, that's right. And that's yeah. Eva Unit Zero. Right, and I then, remember that. Yeah, and then Shinji pilots Eva Unit One. So my first note from the first time we tried to watch this, yeah, just says camel toe intro. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no part. idea where that came from. I no. think maybe in the quick cut scenes it shows a crotch, probably. But I have no idea why. The opening I credits wrote do that. show a lot of anatomy. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing that we've noticed, we uh, the first time we watched it, and this time too, is that for whatever reason on the DVDs that we're using, it defaults to the <laughs> English dub. Whenever we go to watch it, which freaks me the heck out, I, I literally wrote that I couldn't handle it. Um, and so we have to pause and stop and switch over to the Japanese um, version with subtitles. And so Brent and I, you, you and I kind of got into a bit of a discussion about why it matters. Yeah, so I, my history with anime is very basic. It's been like uh, Pokemon in grade six. And then I dabbled into Sailor Moon just when it was on. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, it was um, Card Captors. Mm-hmm. But again, all those were English dubbed. Correct. Oh, yeah. and Dragon Ball Z. I did watch Dragon Ball Z yeah. a lot. When it was like the golden age of Deke back in the day, like the DIC. Which did, oh, yeah. They did Deke. the dub of um, Sailor Moon. And I think they did the dub of some of the other ones, possibly Card Captors as well. But Sailor Moon is such a good example to me of why there is a debate between dub and sub. Because watching the English dub of Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon is intolerable. She is so Serena whiny. Is yeah, I remember her. Well, we're watching Pokemon again yeah. with my daughter, 
And that's what we're finding with Ash. Ash is, is the every worst. time he talks, yeah. you and I are like, you shut your mouth. <laughs> it's the worst. And I agree. Like, I hated the character of Sailor Moon for such a long time until I was able to, like, find copies of the subs for Sailor Moon. And there is something we were talking Hint about. Into this. Your Way Season 2. Right. Um, <laughs> there is something about the sub. I don't know. I just, for me, it feels a little bit more, like, true to the nature of the show that the voice acting is correct and hmm. yeah I don't, I don't know exactly what it is but it just hits home with me a little bit more plus yeah. shinji is annoying enough as it is i don't want to listen to him in english my first note and well my third note because i don't know what's going on with the second one. i know what's going on i just don't want to get into it right now is like be happy right he is such a depressing like we might as well get into the episode yeah because in my one note it's be happy. Yep. And then in my notes today, it's when he's training, he's yeah. like a zombie. Oh, yeah. Like, because I think the important thing to remember about Shinji is that he does not, he doesn't want to be doing this. And actually, I think it's Ritsuko early in the episode, kind of, the Ritsuko or Katsuragi says that he's, he just does what he's told. Right. Yeah. And that's, and you can definitely tell by the way that they say it that that is not a desirable quality by any means. Right. Like, no. They, they want somebody who's kind of into it. Who can be it. themselves. Having Someone s- who knows who they are. And Having said that, I don't know if we've watched enough for you to kind of get a bit of a handle on Ray. She is also a bit of a stick in the mud. Like, Ray yeah. and Shinji are perfectly suited in the sense that they're, sim- they're very, very similar personalities, but for very, like, fucked up different reasons. <laughs> so. You know, the training was. I don't understand how he missed the first shot if it did the same thing as the second. He didn't target time. it properly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just didn't. He see wasn't that. patient enough. He just pulled the trigger. Yeah, he's just kind of going through the motion. That's totally. what I got. Totally. And I think, like, sorry, there's something really important that we should kind of acknowledge here is that this kid has been through some major trauma. Like, that first fight where his arm got cut off and then the unit, like, started acting on its own and went berserk and he's, like, ripping that angel apart. Like, yeah, that's that pretty could... traumatizing. Yeah, that, you, have... that, you gotta have some PT You haven't that. seen your dad in a gazillion years. And, and then all just... of a sudden he shows up and he doesn't want anything to do with you? Well, it's not that he doesn't want anything to do with you. He, he summoned you just because he needed a pilot. Yeah. It's fucked up, right? No, that is. That's true. Yeah. So, um, kind of on a different tangent, there's a couple things about this I thought were interesting. One, Ritsuko refers to Shinji as Katsuragi's boyfriend, which was creepy as hell for me. Yeah, I think you missed it. It's during their phone call. No, no, the phone beginning. call has the boyfriend. Yeah. Creepy. And she's like, boyfriend? Yeah. I get it. It's, it's like, uh, it's razzing. They're just razzing. Yeah, but I feel like one's adult to a minor. How? What's the age difference between them? Uh, well, Shinji's like 14. Yeah. And I thought she Katsuragi, was like 18 or No, 20. Katsuragi has got to be, because she was like five to eight at the time of the second impact, which was 15 years ago. So she's got oh, to she's be... Oh, she's in her 30s then. Like 20s. Like, I think she's like mid-20s. I'm not, yeah. I'm not good at math. No, that's, that's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, still, right? Like, very, okay. like, much... Like, I mean, you have to remember that she's... Is she a general? No, major. Captain. I think her name... Ma- major or captain? They call her captain in this right, episode. Right, captain. There you go. So yeah, so she's like... She's made yeah, her way she's out. she's well exchanged. Okay. But, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. So he does the training. We see he's just going through the motions. Yep. It's just a thing for him. He's not really into this. Right. He's more like a zombie. Exactly. And then we cut to... They talk about his schooling mm-hmm. a bit. 
And then we cut to him going to school. Correct. The whole t- conversation on the phone you were just talking about. Yeah. She's talking on the phone. He's on his way to school. Yeah. They get to school. He's a new transfer student. It's a new school. Mm-hmm. Apparently, according to... I don't know his name, but I'm going to call him Bully. Wait, so you're talking about the kid in black or the kid with the video camera? Not the kid with the video camera. Toji, then. Toji. Yeah. He... Suzuhara. Toji Suzuhara. Yeah. He he comments about how, like, there's no one in this school anymore. Right, but then they show a full classroom of kids later on. Yeah. Do you notice that, too, right? Yeah, he's like, oh, population <laughs> went down. And the next thing you know, it's like every desk has a kid, and it's like, maybe you should just wait for class to start. People run late. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that That's was about. That was one. bizarre to me. Um, like, what was the class before? Were I, they, like, sitting on top of each other? <laughs> they, like, well, maybe they've condensed all the kids into one class. That's very likely, yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, were you paying attention at all to what the teacher was talking about during that? So, yeah, so there was a meteor that struck the Earth. There was and it something that the, struck the yeah, Earth, yeah. and it melted the ice caps. Right. Like, the Earth went off its axis. Yeah. Like, it was... So, I think I did, because here, um, all the kids look really bored about God genocide. Yeah. Is what I wrote. That's pretty that accurate. That was the initial, in the next one, I just commented about how uh, the world ended, basically. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. So, they said that half the population was destroyed. One half the species. Uh, just, they didn't say half the species, but they said, like, a, a huge a, amount of species yeah. of animals. Well, in the news report, yeah. they talk about how there's abundance of fish now in yeah. the ocean. Like, oh my god! And yeah. how the one, like, the anchor news reporter person was like, oh, I almost want to catch some for dinner tonight. Like, yeah. So, it seems like things are looking better. Yeah, I mean, it's, things been, are 15, coming it's back. been 15 years. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about it in context, like... Chernobyl. It's... Chernobyl. Have you seen photos of Chernobyl lately? Right, but there's no it's people there. Beautiful. No, <laughs> right. but the flora is yeah. lovely. Yes. Like that's the thing. Like after it's a all, like, disaster. But yes, it is. Yeah. No, I'm not saying we should yeah. go to Chernobyl. Yeah. But anyways, the second impact is is um it's kind of a big deal. And so like, we're gonna learn more about the second impact and kind of I would why hope so. yeah, eventually like why it is a big deal, but it's kinda nice that they kinda mention that in there as well. Yeah. Um I think really the next thing for me was talking about when Toji started beating up Shinji. I wrote justified bullying. Well, I think like, it was, I, I think don't know that it was so much like bullying so much as like they're kids and you know, again, this other kid now has been through a lot of trauma with his with his, his sister getting hospital. Yeah, and he I got think crushed by something. He's just, you know, where else do you take out that anger? When he says like I'm not saying it's right. Was... Like disclaimer, I'm not saying that hitting people is right. <laughs> Mallory does not condone <laughs> no. bullying of any sort. I'm just saying No, that, like, but I, again <laughs> Uh, he says, like, whoever this pilot was was yeah. crap at his job. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Shinji knows he's crap at his job. Right. But, no, it, it, I could justify what? his action because it's like, wow, you're really bad at this. Again, one side of the story, well, the other side is. And, and to me, probably one of the most concerning parts of that whole entire thing is that Shinji just does not stand up for himself. Oh, he and, like, takes it. Exactly, and so one thing he does no, he does like, say under his breath. He does say, "I don't want to. Do I don't want to do this either." But regardless, that's what I mean. He doesn't stand up for himself. He just no, blatantly he takes it. And the concerning part to me is like, if he won't stand up for himself, like how are we expecting this child to stand up for basically all of humanity? Jesus, right? I am not 
going this deep into this show. <laughs> you kind of have to, though. Like, that's, like, the crazy no, part about this show. that's fair. Because, like... I mean, like, you're talking about that. And my note about when in the classroom and the, he gets the chat notification, it's like, are you the pilot? Yeah. And he's like, yes. And they all like, surround him. Their, yeah. The one thing I, I wrote was the video camera kid, the nerd. Yeah. Why in anime is it difficult for them to do glasses that you see through? No. Because it's always just whited out. Like you can't see through the glasses. It's always whited out. I think it's partially... Or it's like a spiral. I think it's partially like a stylistic thing to some degree. Because, yeah, no, they can, they can absolutely show glasses. And there's lots of times that we see Kensuke's eyes. No, Kensuke's eyes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Kensuke's eyes um, through his glasses. I think it's just a that, stylistic thing. No, for thing. sure. Plus, I feel like in this way, like with them being kind of the blanked out, like the whited out, it kind of showed that he was eavesdropping. It's kind of the way that mm. I took it, right? Like he wasn't showing that he was interested. He's kind of looking away, so he's kind of guarded. Um, and taking those notes. But yeah, it's funny because you're like, oh my God, I didn't go that deep into it. And I'm like, Brent, you have no idea what you're in store for. Oh yeah. No, I, so the for warnings the, I've gotten have been, well, and this thing, well, so I can't wait watch, to find out what's going on. And people are like, yeah, we still want to know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. It's been and years. You watch, um, prepare to try and you talk about, especially Dan Krupa, who's kind of like the lore master. There's yeah. a lot of me that really wishes we could have a lore master here with us because the the lore of Evangelion can be quite profound. Yeah, we, on, we need on, a lore person, and not just on like a there's a world that's been built because it's not even that, but it's just like weird philosophical craziness. So hopefully we'll get Joey in here sometime, and maybe he'll be able to kind of like talk us through a little bit of it. But hopefully, yeah. Um, okay, so they fight, and then. Oh, there's an emergency call. So Ray comes along, stands over him, looks down at his pathetic body lying on the ground, and is like, let's go, bitch. I don't know why you had to choose that adjective. Pathetic? Yeah. Oh. It's Shinji. That's the whole point of... Anyways. (laughs) I will say, uh, I did see it sober, um, but the first notes I took, there's a character in the control room who I put Tarkin. He does look like Tarkin. From Star Wars. He looks... Remarkably like Tarkin. He even stands with like his hands. Yeah. Yeah, like they were just like. Hey. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Tarkin. But he's, no, he's not Tarkin. <laughs> it's Tarkin. But he's, yeah, he's the second in command to Shinji's dad, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um. Did you notice? So, and sorry, I don't, hopefully I'm not interrupting you, but every time we see the nerve control center, my brain tries to understand how that display screen works. Because they have this like weird laser beam light show three dimensional map thing going on that I don't understand. Well, it's like the map in. I'm gonna go back again to Star Wars. Right. Whenever it's them and it's that white with the grid, and or it's like all the these lines like and the stuff. Board. Yeah, and C3PO is like, oh yeah, we do this, and like Leia's like, yeah, if we do this, and I'm like, what are you seeing? <laughs> right? like, I just see two intersecting lines, and you guys are like. Yeah. Uh yes, if we do this, this line will move that way and we'll win. And it's like, this isn't Battleship. I don't know 100%, what you're doing. <laughs> 100%. It's, it's, yeah, it's bizarre. And they keep talking about this geofront and they keep meaning to like Google what exactly a geofront is or if it's just a term that was invented. Is it invented like a geofence? No, no. So the geofront, the way that I understand it is you know when the buildings go underground yes. and then there's like that big open cavern? Yeah. That's a geofront. Well, yeah, because there's, there's grass and stuff in there. Right. It must just be, like, a geographical front. 
Like front, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk. Like it's a uh-huh. front, as in like, oh yeah, don't go in that building. Like it says it's a restaurant, but it's a front. Oh, okay, so you're saying it's that something like, else. The geofront is like a fake. A geographical front. <laughs> it's a fake something. Like they're like, oh, look at that mountain. Oh, Brent, did you never learn in school that you're front. not supposed to def- define a word by using that word again? <laughs> like geographical front. Bagel. It's a geof. A bagel is a bagel-shaped object. It's <laughs> not. What is a bagel? It's a bagel. Um, <laughs> fine. Sorry. So we see the angel. Get the angel. So here's- which is. Well, no, actually, I, I'm holding oh, yeah. off for that because there's one thing I wanted to mention first. Did you notice which angel this is? It says it in like a brief little bit. There's, it's on the screen because oh. this is interesting. It's the fourth angel. So does that mean like it's only the fourth one that they've encountered? Correct. Oh, I figured there'd be more. No. So they're new to this. Yeah. So they're still new to encountering Well, because that's what they said in this episode, is that they were saying, like, there had been, there was 15 years between the last angel and the first one that we saw on the show, um. and now it's just been three weeks between that one and this one. But that still only adds up to... Three. Correct. So it's an interesting point to kind of keep track of because it is going to come up later on. So they actually do identify it as the fourth angel in, in the oh. show, like very clearly. But it's one of those things that like you don't really start to necessarily pick up on, I don't know, till a little bit later on. Then you're like, wait, what well, the hell? Why is it the fourth angel? Because Where are the first two? I had a theory that the Eva Shinji's piloting right. is an angel that they've outfitted to be controlled. Right. And then that led me down a weird path <laughs> of like, oh no, all the Evas are angels. Right. But the angels are guardian angels to people. Uh-huh. And that's why like Shinji can control it even without power in anything. is because that, that's a, his guardian angel. Yeah. And it's just messing stuff up. You're like, like 20 to 30% correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So like so it's much like, more complex than that, but like you're not you're not you're not wholly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll yeah. And, well, because and we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, as we talk about the fight scene. But more importantly, the fourth angel is. Go. You want me to say it? Yeah, you're the one who wrote it. Out. I didn't. That's I true. never I wrote did. this down. Really? Until this time around. Oh, I thought so. I missed I, it. It clearly looks like a penis. Oh, it absolutely is. It's 100% a penis. It's got a mushroom head and a long shaft. Yes, it's, and it floats. it's a phallic octopus. Yeah, the, the... Tendrils? The tendrils are a bit weird. Yeah, they're like so, splicey energy ribbons. So, Toji yes. and Ken... Yeah. ...break out of containment after what I can only imagine is the longest urination... Yeah, I don't In know record. how they could... Like, I mean, those kids, like, had to pee. Like, to their credit, they're like, oh, we got to the bathroom. It's like, oh, it's a ruse to leave. And then they pee for so long that I'm like, oh, no. Th- the they longest. validly had to pee. Like, do boys pee that long? Um, I mean, it depends on how long it's been since you last peed, how much you drank. Like, there's a lot of equations into that. Yeah, but, like, seven slowly panning urinals long? Yeah, no, that's way, like... I may have peed that long once to three times in my life. <laughs> it's a significant so pee. <laughs> 30 years, I may have peed that long 
three times. <laughs> Once every ten years. <laughs> I they, pee for a long time. They call time. that like a hundred year flood. This is like a decade long pee. It's a decade long pee. Yeah. Okay. But no, even I was like, what? Like, even in my first initial notes, yeah. I'm like, why? Right. Yeah. And then in this one, I went, why? Yep. I mean, inquiring minds, like, I understand why they wanted to go out, well, but also, I'm a total chicken shit. I would never have left. I also follow the rules, like, hardcore. Oh, so. yeah. Oh. Would, you, would you have left? No. Right? No, I'm a complete chicken shit. Right? I would have been like, I'm here because I'm good. I don't want to die. Yeah. We're going to exactly. leave. Cool, man. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I also succumb to peer pressure very easily. <laughs> so if they had passed me and been like, hey, Brent, let's go. I would have been like, okay. <laughs> I'm going with All right. you. But it, I would never, Maybe I would never on my own accord uh, Yeah, <laughs> do exactly. It. Exactly. So it's been three weeks, and I'm really impressed that they repaired the Eva so quickly. Like, that I thing never was effed about it. up. Yeah, it was pretty messed it's up. Like, it's like helmet was half off. It was like it like regrown. It lost a an limb. Arm. It was very weird. So they leave. Yep. Then the fight starts. He messes up immediately by just shooting at it. Right. Without it turning at him. Right. So it caused all this smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also, I don't, I don't, we're not really sure because they well, said... Well, she yells at him. She's like, Well, before they deploy him, they said... To, like neutralize no neutralize the AT field, then shoot it with the pallet gun. And he didn't do anything with the AT field, which is their kind of their shield. Remember in the first oh. episodes, he like digs through it. He like goes in with his like Eva goes in with his hands. And, like, oh bears. yeah, yeah. So they have like this defense mechanism, this absolute terror field. Do all of them? I thought maybe yes. it was just one angel. No, all oh, angels yeah. have AT fields, but the Evas also have AT, AT fields, fields, which is part of the reason why they're so distinctive why they're such a big deal to kind of world defense is because they have that capability okay so he didn't that's our dog as well she's freaking out anyways so he didn't neutralize it so he just spent all that firing time doing nothing and like you said right making all the smoke although my only thing though when katsuragi got upset with him about making all that smoke i'm like he's like 14 14 12 or 14 like Kid doesn't know tactics. Well, and again, he's only been I training think, for three weeks. I think that's a throwback to the training. Aim for the center trigger. Yep. Aim for the trigger. So when he going in there, he'd only been practicing one freaking maneuver yep. that we saw, which was aim for the center, pull the trigger. Right. Shinji is not a strategist. No. <laughs> he, Absolutely not. He, he, you know, that's, made, that's made very clear. I mean, granted, he, he has a hard time following directions hey, as he, well. He's not a strategist and he doesn't follow rules. Like, yeah. Like, it's, yeah. he's the worst person. So then the angel Fs him up and... It cuts through his gun and the building. Right. And then did you notice, though, at one point, I think, I can't remember if it was, like, right then or later, and we see the Eva's hand and yeah, it yeah. has fingernails? So we'll get to there. Oh. Because okay. that is later. Because he's supposed to get to a gun. Okay. But the Eva, not the Eva, the angel, yeah. like wraps a tentacle around yeah. his leg. Throws him. Throws him. He yeah. lands on the mountain right. next to the kids. Yep. He doesn't have a gun. He's alone. His fa- the kids ended up between two of his fingers. Miraculously. Miraculously. So then Cat is like, get them into the cockpit. Yep. The scientist, the head scientist is like, you can't do that. You're overstepping. Then we have a staring contest 
where they're just looking at each other. Right. Not even in like a who's going to blink first kind of like body. Right. They're just looking at each other like, what are, you, what are we going to do about this? Right. Yeah. And I was like, cool, let's, well, let's I mean, make it's a, a decision, decision here. So do you understand the implications of allowing other people into the cockpit? Well, yeah, it becomes clear because he does. Yeah. And then his neuro link yeah. breaks down because it's like, well, which brain am I connecting with? Exactly. It's having issues. Yep. No, for sure. So with them being in the cockpit, I have a question for you. Yo, yo. Is it any more disgusting to drink each other's air in the LCL than breathe each other's air? Like, really? Like, is it is it a reference? Because they're all, like, inhaling this bizarre liquid substance that we don't really understand at this point. They acclimated to it very quickly. Well, you have to. Other, like you. It well, just, Shinji was, like, needed a couple minutes to, like... I think we just... There wasn't time in the story to let maybe them... Maybe their adrenaline was going. Yeah, it just... Right? But, like, think uh, about that. No, like, I, I would... I would compare it to when you're stuck in, like, an airtight cavern. I feel so, but, like, I also think about the fact that, like... You're all breathing the same air. That liquid has, like, been in places. Just your lungs. And groins. Well, they're wearing... Wow. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Jesus. This is where my mind goes. (laughs) Uh, Like... No? I know, I know. We also, I can't remember if he said this. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Moving on. Um, I can't remember if he said this in any of the previous two episodes, but it is going to become a reoccurring theme. But the I mustn't run away statement, which mm. is about like as brave as Shinji gets, I get. I feel like, I feel like Shinji can he like, commits. he can like go off the rails, but the bravest he gets is repeating this mantra over and over and over to himself to just try to get by. Which, I mean, the next episode. I mean, this is... Does he? This is the funny... Is that a mantra he follows? Like, Uh, we're going to watch the next episode and then record that episode after this. Right. But, like, we've already watched it, and I already remember the beginning of that episode. I... Well, I think, like, you'll see. You'll see over time. Okay. But, um, you know, I say say all this, you know, like, I'm criticizing Shinji's, you know, approach to all this, but, like, would I want to get inside a giant creature, humanoid, like, robot kind of thing and fight these things that we don't really know that people are calling angels, which is kind of concerning. No. No, I would not want to do that. Neither does he. Yeah. But I'm being very critical, I feel saying. So maybe I just need to, like, eat a slice of humble pie and, you know, give him a break. (laughs) Okay. So your come away from this is you need to give Shinji a break. Don't we all? (laughs) Don't we all just need to give Shinji, Shinji a bit of a break? Um, okay. So, staring contest. Mm-hmm. He lets them into the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Things go wiry. Then... Do you mean awry? Awry. <laughs> wiry. It goes... Well, the tendrils come out. Sure, They're wiry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so that happens. Oh, it goes to tentacle the kids. And he grabs it. He grabs the tentacle. And then is like, get inside. Right. While he's doing that. They get in. The Neuralink breaks. I think it recovers a bit. Well, enough that Shinji can think, do something. And it's kind of testament to the fact that Shinji's connection to his Eva is quite strong. Yeah. So, he does something. It, the, the, I'm trying to find my words. The angel gets thrown back somehow. I think he like whips the tentacle back yeah. at him or something like that. Yeah. 
He takes out a knife. And then that's where you see, as he's holding the knife, that underneath the metal and armor... Yeah, it's like a hand. It's like a human hand. Right. With fingernails. Yeah. And it's like, what the... I thought this was a robot. But in the first episode or second episode, you also see... Yeah, we it had, like, eye. It yeah. had an eyeball. Yeah, we know that there's some sort there's of some flesh. There's some biological component to the Evas. Yes. So then... Shinji it. just starts screaming. Yep. Which I feel bad for Ken and Toji because they are now in this very small uh, chamber with a kid screaming at the top of his lung. That must not be fun for them. I would be like, hey, volume, we're here too. Like, but he's but also anyway, saving their lives. Sure. So if you like, he you stabs it in the orb thing. Yep. And then just continues to scream and push the knife deeper and deeper. Accurate. And then that's the end. The countdown um, ends. He runs out of power. Right. Because so the umbilical cord which, got cut. by the way, they spend all this money and all this development time building these ginormous biological mecha warriors to fight off these aliens. And all they can do is give it five minutes of battery power. They say that's as much as their technology can allow. Isn't that crazy? No, no, not even five minutes. Keep in mind, five minutes of basic well, that's what activity. Said, said at the very beginning, one minute of said, combat. Yeah, that's what they were going to say. <laughs> at the beginning, they said one. But minute they say of this is where our com- like their technology is so compared to like cell phones. Yep, which they have they're, now. They are. We noticed at, they do have yeah, cell phones. <laughs> they do have cell phones, but compare it. They are at landline technology with these evos. Right? They need a cable. Yep. If you cut that cable, it only has five minutes, and then it runs out. Yeah, if this show was being made today, it would have, like, wireless charging stations. <laughs> it, it would be like Baymax. It would just stand onto a platform, yeah. and it would recharge. Yeah. And then there would be discussions about, like, oh, if you use lithium, it would charge faster. And all these nerds in the freaking main control center would be like, why don't we use carbon? Yeah. It would be a lot weirder. It's so strange. <laughs> it just seems like such a convenient Flaw. It is a very convenient. I feel like flaw. I'm being really critical of this episode, and I well, just especially really like this show came out with other shows like Gundam and stuff. Uh, Did it not? Yeah, I and think they it... had robots that had power units that powered them for yeah, long it wasn't really an issue. But maybe they're just trying to make it like more realistic. Yeah, I think I think it's a very. I think it also kind of underlines the fact that they, they are not... Like, even though they have biological components, they are not freestanding. No. And kind of, again, with that is like... I think in the, the second episode when we see the Eva go berserk, mm-hmm. I think it still had some battery power at that point in time, or it was connected. I think it was disconnected. It was still connected. I don't know that it was. I thought it was still connected. Because it did seem to go, but it was, it was, I think there was like some kind of speculation about whether or not it was actually running on power or oh, not. Oh, if it was running berserk and they were like, it shouldn't have power. Right. He's not connected to yeah. it anymore. Yeah. So what there's all those on? things, right? Yeah. So he ends up beating the angel. Yes. Then we cut to school. It's raining. Right. It's been three days. Yeah. He's not been Ken and Toji got chewed out. Which I'm like, that's it? You just got chewed out for breaking quarantine? That's a... What else are they going to do, though? Really? <laughs> boys will be boys. <laughs> right. Um, 
Yeah, and Shinji hasn't been there. Yeah. The boy goes to make the phone call. Yeah. Dials 10-100, which I'm still think. not... Well, no, that was those the numbers. Yeah, but maybe that, maybe that's not how that phone works. Anyways, regardless. <laughs> um, and then he doesn't end up calling. No. And then we cut to... Credits. To be continued. Yep. Does every episode end with to be continued? I can't, I can't remember. remember. I, I think so. Whoa. I know. Jinx. Um, and that was episode three. Yeah. Um... I think there's not really much for me to discuss because you've seen this. Mm-hmm. You, it's been a while, but mm-hmm. things are coming back. For me, it's not like anything we can do like other podcasts where it's like, who do you think the angels are? Or like every episode, it's like, any update? Um, really, it's just me going like, I'm still in it. I still enjoy this show. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I mean, I'm getting worried because I'm like, surely they'll answer questions. And people are like, hey, you know Lost? Worse. <laughs> I think, They'll never answer questions. And I really want you to get, like, I think we need to get into the second disc, which is about episode six and on. Oh, um, that's like any show. And actually, even episode I, five looks good. Because I remember the next episode that we're watching is not, not great. Judging from the notes when we were intoxicated. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So why don't we just end here and say yeah, we're excited to see what happens. I am excited to see what happens. That's fantastic. Thank you for listening to Your Way. Are you disgusted by the thought of breathing the liquid air that other people have been sitting in? Please tell us what is really happening in this show or share your own theories. You can reach us at yourwaypodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at yourwaypod. If you're enjoying yourself... Throw us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. Join us next time for episode four, Hedgehog's Dilemma or Rain After Running Away. And remember, you mustn't run away.